0: welcome to the lookup collective podcast where we help you thrive in your home and business we are your coaches chris elizabeth and win and if you're looking for simple actionable and encouraging conversations to help you be rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others you are in the right place let's dive in
1: Welcome back to the Look Up Collective podcast. We are so thankful that you are here today. As always, we do not take it lightly that you choose to spend some of your time with us. And so we are so thankful, however you're listening, whether you're listening in the car, on your walk, on the treadmill, while you're folding laundry, while you're doing dishes, however it is, we're just so thankful that you chose to spend some time with us today. Today. We have a very special episode. Number one, it's very special because all three of us are in the same room. Whoop! It's so fun. Number two, it's a fun episode because we reached out to you guys and said, oh. "Ask us anything." And so we chose some of the questions from there, and they saw some of the questions. They thought about them just a tiny bit, but they haven't discussed like them a amongst split themselves. Split second, yeah. honestly.
0: Not really prepared. (laughs) Nothing
1: prepared at all. So it's kind of a hot seat. Hot seat questions on the fly. fly. And so I think this is really the best one to start with. Okay. Oh, man. So I think (laughs) this one, y'all can just like go back and forth, tag team on that kind of thing. How did you meet?
2: How did we meet? That is a fun fun question. question. We had multiple people ask us this question. Yeah. So, who wants to start? So, there's some debate backstory. A so, little bit. I followed Elizabeth's mom, Honey mm-hmm. Holden, on Instagram. We both spoke at this women's retreat one weekend, and yes. there's debate on if Elizabeth and I actually met that weekend because we not. don't really remember it. We don't know. You vaguely, but possibly I, I remember knew, one daughter I knew who you
0: were. <laughs> yes, we just didn't know each other. Yes, we definitely knew of each other. Yes. we just didn't know each other yet.
2: I would say we probably became friends first online before we were friends.
0: IRL. Yeah. It was more like just in passing acquaintances, like yeah. commenting on each other's stuff possibly. Yeah. And then I remember we were actually on a young living trip in mm-hmm. Hawaii. We've actually both we've been twice to Hawaii twice together. together. But the first with our one, guys, yes. Too. With our husbands, the best. And it was the first Hawaii trip in i think 2018 and it was actually right before we moved back to mississippi it was like right before that
2: i can like picture in my head yes. where we were we were at the resort we were staying in standing outside of this restaurant and we just stood there and talked for god knows how, how long. long like probably more than an hour yes a long time just chatting i don't even remember what all we talked about who knows
0: we definitely talked and i just remember Stephen because he said what's your name and i said elizabeth and he said oh
2: that's Wednesday (laughs) because my first name yeah this is your first
0: name and so I was like oh that's fun and then we just hit it off seeing each other we talked a lot online but we really hit it off after convention 2019 we like saw each other and then with my our other best friend Emily hey Emily I don't know if you're
2: listening but we were in the hallway I can also remember like that there's a really cute picture of us
0: there There is taking pictures there and I think After that convention is when we started becoming so much closer. Yeah. That's when like we really, we met in 2018. After 2019 convention, we just started becoming a lot closer and really speaking into each other and encouraging each other, cheering each other on
2: season. We both have four kids. We were both running the same business, Mm -hmm. not together, but alongside of each other, passionate about a lot of the same things, love Jesus. Yeah. And yeah, just cheering each other on. Well, it's crazy that last summer at convention is when we, at Young Living Convention, is this whole idea of Look Up Collective. Like, I was seeing you guys, what you were doing. I was like, mm-hmm. man, y'all are like, started a podcast, you started this Instagram account, you have all these freebies, you're like, killing it. What is happening? What are you guys going
0: to do with this? Yes, yes. And you were asking us a bunch of questions. Uh, yeah. Like at the, we were both Diamonds with Young Living, yes. and like, it was at this ski Thing. Oh, it exactly. was in Park, Park City. City. Park City, where yes. the Olympics yes. were held. Like I can remember it so vividly, and we were so excited because we were about to start our coach, coach certification. certification, and our coach was there too. Our coach we was have a really there. Great picture with her. Yes, and like we were chatting, and I just remember having that was like, a such total good conversation.
2: See, the picture that has been on everything up until now <laughs> was at Park City, right there, there that
0: night, where we got to see
2: these professional ski jumpers. What do you call them? What do you call them?
1: <laughs> like ski people
2: it's like where are they ski? trained for the, the winter jump. olympics yeah. Yeah. In yes the summer. yes yeah. yes so they like go off
0: these huge things yeah. into that the was sport. a really fun thing but we did we i remember so vividly like where we took the picture yeah. and everything everything and and it was right after that where this all comes together is we saw each other convention she was asking such great questions and we got home and i actually got COVID. <laughs> Sickness that shall not be named when we were on our way back. And I was sick for like several weeks. And I just remember being in the bed, still in the bed, so sick. And Chris was outside cutting grass. And I just could not get it off my mind. Like it was so clear the Lord was like putting this on my heart because mm-hmm. it just wouldn't go away. Because you know, we had all these plans. Like we right. Right, knew where we were going. And like we had this vision for yeah. Look Up Collective. And this was a little side thing that came in like, out of the blue. And it was like, what's going on? But I was so excited about it. And I told Chris, I was like, I know this is going to sound weird because I didn't know what he was going to say. Yeah. But like the Lord isn't so clear. I cannot get it off my mind and my heart. But it's like he's telling me when is supposed to do Look Up Collective with us. And he's like, Elizabeth, that's crazy because I can't get it off of my mind either. It's like the Lord separately that's told so us cool. both. And, like, it's just so cool to think about how he works and how he works in mysterious ways. And, like, it was such confirmation and affirmation, like, of what he was doing. And it was, like, he was preparing the way all along the way, like breadcrumbs. And it's just so cool to see how it all came together. But it was absolutely him that it was so clear that she was supposed to do this with us. And, like, it's just so cool, too, to look back on. We're like, we just know like that assurance, like the Lord brought this together. Like he had a plan.
2: And then we asked them to be like, oh my God, we were like, we were on like a zoom call with the four of us and it was the summertime. So our kids were, who knows what they were doing in the other room. And you told us all about it, and my husband just so enthusiastic. They were, y'all were like, "You just pray about it. See what you think he's like, oh, we don't need to pray about it. We're in. He's like we're in Let's like
0: immediately it. four wins, you't even get a joy. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, she was all in too. but like, Stephen, it's so funny. Like Stephen, he's such a like vital role in this. but I know he's not like part of the actual coaching, but he has just
2: been right there alongside of us from yeah. the very beginning. I yeah. just remember what Chris said if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far Yeah, go together and it was like we see that you are doing all these things that we are wanting to you're yes. wanting to do the same things we're wanting to serve the same. running people. alongside of each other messages yes of, instead of not competing with each other exactly so we should just join forces and do it together and we can reach more people serve more and women. go so
0: much farther and we knew that when was going to add so much more value to look up collective like we think about it all the time Chris and I were like this would not be the same without Wynn. Like, it just wouldn't. And we're just so incredibly thankful that the Lord knew, and he knew so much more than we could even dream of.
1: If y'all don't mind, I'd like to add a little bit okay. to it. Yes, please. So I think that 2019 convention was whenever I met Wynn for the first yes. time, but I knew of Wynn before okay. because I can remember yes, so good. just distinctly. Elizabeth working from her bed, her favorite place to work from back in the then, day. Not then, now. <laughs> for sure. And it was like we were coming off of like a kind of difficult time in mm-hmm. our lives and just for her personally and things like that. And I can remember this woman talking to her on Instagram, DMs, right? Just encouraging her so much, just challenging her, stretching her mm-hmm. a bit, checking in with her. I get emotional just thinking about it because the Lord knew exactly what she needed. She was the friend that mm. she needed right in that moment. And I can remember meeting you for the first time. Oh, I remember. In Utah. In and I was just like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. just like, I just want to thank you so much. For, yeah, I think
0: you said, whatever Elizabeth leaves you, she's so encouraged. Better. She leaves better. Every single time. After every conversation. Because yeah. Gwen was always so encouraging and asked great questions. And she did challenge It Whit- was in
1: a time where... People were draining a lot from you. You mm-hmm. felt drained around so many people, so it was very rare. And I saw that in you, and so I was, I was wanting to. You were lot. pouring you were so doing much that
2: for so many people.
1: Yes, pouring out yeah. so and much, it and it is
0: you don't always get that reciprocated, right? Yeah. And, so
1: as a husband who was like understands and is thankful for the gifts you had for pouring out for others, I was so so thankful for the gift that God gave you, and when. To be poured back into and that's just it. i've just always known that's who she was mm-hmm. and so then the lord starts bringing it on us yeah no brainer. brainer no brainer no brainer and so it's
2: like why did we think of this before yeah it's such a <laughs> it like
1: it truly is so cool yeah i yeah so thank y'all for sharing that that's amazing the next question that came in is it like really leads into what we were just talking about right is, what are the things that you see and love most in each other?
2: Can I question. start? Of
1: course. Because yeah. I'm going to talk about you first. Oh, yes. come on. Because I,
2: I was like, when you say that, while we were just at lunch, I was thinking about that time in the hallway at convention. Like, I can imagine where we are. And you you pulled me aside. And you were like, thank you for being such a good friend to my wife. And I'm like, sorry. I've never, nobody, just the fact that you as her husband see that and like, Thanked me. Like it just mm-hmm. that's never had nobody else has ever said that to me in my life. Like just a as a husband. And that has stuck with me. I mean, it will always stick with me. That's just who you are. Yes. It's like it is. You just it love is. and care for your wife so much that you want to just bless and honor even like her friendships. That's yeah. just awesome. That's good. That's a good
0: word. Yeah. That is very much Chris. <laughs> And we talk about everything, and so I was like, "When's the best?" And but he definitely knows the people, and you know that protective spirit too of who's looking out for her. Yeah, you know, like, he could see that, and, and he spoke that into you. I love that.
2: Yeah, and with you, it's like, I know we're both oldest children. We both mm-hmm. have two sisters. There's so much that we relate on that it's almost. I hate. I don't hate crying. Okay, I love crying. <laughs> crying is so great. Look, we are all ah. about the emotions around here. Bring it on. <laughs> No, it's like you. It's like being both being the oldest sister. It's like you don't have an older sister. It's almost. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have been that to each other. Almost like yes. Just very. We're so similar. We're so different. So different, but so similar. So many of the same things that it's almost. It's validating. It's oh, I'm not the only like crazy person. Like here, here is this like beautiful woman of God. I just look up to you. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Even though I'm older than you.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not by much. I love that. I just. Love you dearly. Obviously, you know how much we love you and I love you. And one of the, my favorite things about Wynn is that she's such a, well, it's kind of along with what Chris said, connector of people. She just is like sees people and she loves people and she's a gatherer. Like she really is so good at community and bringing people together together. And she was just made to shine. I love that because that's her word this year. And I've seen her so much behind the scenes because we're so close, grow so much and in coming into who God created her to be. Where she made herself more small and little and hiding to like fit possibly in a box that she thought she was supposed yeah. to fit in. And she's like, wait, this is not who God made me to be. I was made to shine. And I just love that about her and her confidence too. When others walk in who God made them to be, it gives others permission yeah. Yeah. to do the same. Yeah. And so I just love that so much.
2: Well, I say too, like even just being together in person and being more in like our everyday life as we've been the past yes. couple of days. Mm. It, Elizabeth's one of those people that you just make people better, like just watching you like mm. – Y'all befriend somebody in the bathroom and ask the hostess how their day was. And just like you speak so much, like you're so confident in how you speak into others and how you just always see the best in other people and make people feel really special. (laughs) Now you're going to make me cry. That's so sweet.
1: We all good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Cry
2: fest is
0: over.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I hear both of you saying like how you're seeing so much what the other person is becoming and yeah. confidence in who they were created to be, and I've seen that so much from both of you over yeah. the last six and a half months. You both were created to be coaches. You really were. Like you were created to to lead the women that we get to lead, and many other roles as well. Y'all crush motherhood. You're our amazing wives. You're you're invested in your church. All those things. But it's been very cool to be probably the only person that like really gets to be like really see yeah, just he sees
0: yeah. you a really lot see, <laughs> usually besides steven like
1: it's the yeah. growth that that has come in your coaching but as well as like just how god has just gifted both of you in it and along those lines one of the co- one of the questions that came in was because coaching is one of your favorite things to do, right? So do you ever get stomped during live group coaching? So in Look Up Collective, every week we have live group coaching. So our whole community can come there and they can be coached on really anything. And so that can be you as a coach. You don't know what in the world they're about Mm -hmm. to say. So so are there times where you get stomped or like, how does that work?
0: Well, it's a little different than teaching. So we do live teaching and we do live group coaching. And that's such a great question
2: with, I think, just... Like you said, Chris, like we genuinely were made to do this. Yes. And love we it. Like love like we love it so much. We get off those calls on Thursday and feel like on top of the world. Like this is the best We're ever. pumped. <laughs> and so I think because group coaching is not about me, it's not about what I have to say. It's not about like me teaching somebody. It's about drawing something out in them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's really about, I wouldn't say we get stumped. We're more wondering which way we're going to go. If we're actually just thinking about what's the best question to ask. Yeah. Because it's not, like Wynn said, it's not about us. It's about the person we're coaching. So we're literally just guiding and drawing out what's already inside of them. Mm -hmm. Asking good questions to help them dive in and get to the root cause of what's possibly causing them a lot of pain in their life at that moment. Whether it's a thought what's always a thought but like just allowing giving them a safe place to to allow emotions Mm -hmm. to feel and process and really just it's such an honor like I'll get emotional now like to just bear witness to someone's Mm -hmm. story into their life and like that is like the greatest honor for us. And so that's why we get so excited. And it's very exciting too, to not know what we're going to coach on. It's like, wow, what do we get to do today? Yeah. It keeps things like fun and interesting. And like, we have been trained. Yeah, we've, and been, like equipped we've been trained. And we can truly coach on anything because we're not telling people what to do. Not like, oh, you should do this and giving all this advice. We're literally helping them see what they already know and what's already inside of them and what God says about them. And so
2: that is why we wake up and just love doing it so much. I feel like it's unique that we both coach and oftentimes we'll coach on the same call. We'll coach one person, one person. We don't know what they're going to say. It's yes. like, hey, you take the first person, you take the second person. So it's fun afterwards to debrief. I'm like, okay, I totally would have gone the same way or oh, I would have taken it yes. a different way. And yes, we learn so much from each other. other. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, was that's like, such ooh, a great, that
0: was such a great question. Like yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that or man I was thinking the exact same thing yeah and it is really cool to get to coach it is unique
2: to have two coaches and I feel like group coaching is a different skill than one-on-one coaching it is it's which we both have done or currently are doing one-on-one coaching and it's different but that's what it's so fun it's so unpredictable you never know what's gonna happen
0: I will say group coaching is scarier Oh for sure. For sure. It is.
2: We're the girls for the job. Yes.
1: You are the girls for the job. And one thing that makes y'all great coaches is the empathy that you show to your clients, right? A lot of these things that you're coaching them on, you have experienced them. And you might just be a little bit further down the road. That's one thing we love to say about coaching is coaches. Someone that helps you get, try to get to where you're going just a little bit faster. And that really goes into the next question. And
2: also
0: coaches like really help you see things that you just may not be able to see. Like we all have blind spots and we all have stories that we're so tied to that we've told
2: ourselves. There's just so, yeah, like core
0: beliefs. It's like in our DNA, we've made it a part of our identity until someone asks us some good questions just to tease that out and question like, is that actually true? I know you believe it. Question the narrative and help you even shift that narrative and even be a safe place for you to feel and process and get to that root emotion.
1: Wow. No
0: wonder I've been feeling this way. Um, The light bulb moments are like our favorite thing ever. Like we can see it. Like it is the coolest thing on our end. We can literally see the wheels turning and it's just all of a sudden you can just see it make sense to someone and it's just honestly one of the best feelings ever because it's such a, it's like freedom, like liberation. It's, oh my gosh, I had never thought of it that way. And so it's just really cool to just help someone see what we see in them. And it's like getting to show people the extraordinary person and the magic inside of them who God created them to be.
1: Yeah. One of the most common things that we coach people on is around like motherhood. Right. And I think that's where you guys are able to ask those questions. You're able to really help someone just excavate for the answers, right? A lot of times because you've experienced some of these same things yourself or are currently right. <laughs> experiencing a mm-hmm. lot of those things. And so, one of the questions that came in is what is the most challenging part of motherhood?
2: A oh lot. <laughs> I think the first thing I think of is this new thought that I've been practicing, if this is what it feels like to be a mom mm-hmm. and Like in a way of this is what it feels like to be a mom, like almost like a prideful way. And I think just for so long before I had the tools that we have now, it was like, this is what it feels like to be a mom. I always eat last or everybody Mm -hmm. just I'm laying down every single thing that I want for the sake of other people. Yeah, it's so easy to be the martyr or the victim as a mother because... It is
0: challenging. It is challenging. Like, it's like the most challenging work of our life, like yeah. raising humans. And so it's so easy to go that way. And so, in what you're saying, in a positive way of pride, of like, wow,
2: wow, this yes. is what it
0: feels like to be a
2: mom. Yeah. This is, it just brings like this, like that video I was showing you of we were on spring break recently with my kids. And I had, I was literally pushing the stroller with my six year old who refused to walk carrying my two and a half year old holding the huge backpack with everybody's stuff in it like just sweating and I'm like this is what it feels like to be a mom this is and it makes you feel it. proud of what you're yes. doing. instead of oh gosh I guess I've got to carry everybody's stuff mm-hmm. and I'm the one that doesn't get to go ride the roller coasters I'm just like hanging out at the kitty playground yeah. it's yeah th- we're met with challenges every single day in motherhood it is a constant pouring of yourself yes. and giving giving of yourself
0: I think One of the most challenging things for me in my motherhood as a whole was just learning how to give myself grace and compassion. Mm. Like my first, goodness, uh, (laughs) I'm like, how many years? Like a lot of years, the majority of the years.
1: All the year. (laughs) There
0: is literally no grace. No wonder I've struggled so much because I was just so mean to myself, like so critical, so judgmental, like I just was never good enough for myself. And it it didn't matter if I was good enough for anyone else because I didn't believe it for myself. And so like when I learned to turn towards myself with compassion and just grace and like a softness of like putting my arm around myself and just being able to sit with myself, yeah, accepting of my weaknesses, accepting of my strengths, which not always been good at that either. Just like it being accepting of who I am as a whole, that has been the most challenging thing, but also the thing that has created the most freedom in my life mm. when I became accepting yeah. of like who I am. And it's actually allowed me to become who I want to be when I accept it, who I was. yeah, And that's where we create change when we accept who we are right now in Christ. And then we get to Work on who we are becoming, and so that's been the most challenging thing for me. And that's been the biggest shift, and even in my motherhood, because I mother differently when I'm confident in who God made me to be, and I mother differently when I accept who I am It's and not like trying like to you be someone else. Yourself. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. When we learn to mother ourselves, be what we need to nurture and nourish ourselves, just like we do for our children, like. We just show up differently to the world. And that's been the biggest shift. Like I said, it was the most challenging and the most freeing.
2: I think my entrance into motherhood was different than I ever thought. We struggled to get pregnant. We took seven years to get pregnant. We adopted internationally. We went through in between fertilization. Like we spent ten years building a family. And those years looked really nothing like I thought that they would. And so I think the challenging thing for me was. Like not living in the shoulds of what things should yes, look like or what yes. I should do or what our family should look like, but really finding our groove and who we are as a family, what's important to us, what matters to us, even if it's against the grain, even if it's not mm-hmm. what our family or friends expect, like just owning that and, and, and it, being confident. And this is who we are as a family. This is what we believe. This is who we want to become. This is what we want to do together. And that's it's still a challenge. Like we're still... Challenge mm-hmm. to live that out every day in the face of just what the world tells you yeah. and really is important.
0: Everything is as it should be. Yeah. And like how cool that is. It doesn't look anything like you imagine. Yes. But it's everything it's, that it it's be. It's better than I
2: ever thought it would be. I just think our lives would have been so boring without it. <laughs> 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 yes. And I think that's all, for a
0: lot of people. Like I know for me, like we had the complete opposite, but so many challenges. We had children back to back and I struggled through a lot of postpartum depression because my body just had goodness, like so much struggle through it, mm. just being pregnant and nursing so much. And it's so easy to be like, what if? But like when we rest in, everything is as it should be. yeah, Nothing has gone, wrong. gone wrong. That's when we get to experience what is, loving what is right in front of us when everything still looks different than what we imagined. But it's like, better that it's how we view it and yeah.
2: see it
1: yeah yeah I think another beautiful thing to pull from what you guys said was what you said at first this is what it feels like to be a mom and mm-hmm. then Elizabeth finally after years and years learning that she doesn't have to hate herself as a mom mm-hmm. I think it's the encouragement is that no one is too far gone like right now where you're feeling yeah. right now mm-hmm. in your motherhood even if it's been year after year after year you can you can change your experience mm-hmm. and
0: some of this is brand new to like yeah in the past year or two it's not like Absolutely. we've just been flourishing in this for a yeah. long time like so much of this is new to us but we had such massive growth like what we like to call it, it was almost like a wormhole mm-hmm. decided to invest in ourselves yeah and see ourselves as the beloved daughters that christ says we are because you are the same that you were super critical of yourself oh gosh and judgmental. judgment yeah and, but Think of all the change we've had when we decided to have grace and compassion for ourselves.
2: Yeah. It's like the experience of motherhood is so different, even though the circumstance, the circ- my circumstances have changed for harder, <laughs> not for easier, like, but like my experience is still yes. so night and day different.
1: That's exactly what I wanted to say yeah. for both of us, like yeah. for your family, for our family. This past year has been exceedingly difficult. Your however, so your circumstances didn't change. They actually got harder. Got harder. Yours on
0: the side of motherhood, my side of health issues, both of us in that way. Our circumstances have drastically actually gotten so much harder. Yeah. But our experience and our joy and delight in our life has gotten exponentially so much. Yes.
1: And it just has huge ripple effects. So for you personally, the way that you feel about yourself is so important, right? That you're not feeling like casting yourself down or you're not like saying, well, this is what it feels like to be a mom. That's for you personally, but the ripple effects outside to your family and that kind of thing. We had one of our daughters tell us a few weeks ago that this very difficult season that we're walking through, very difficult year, and we're just like worried about them and stuff like that just Mm -hmm. out of the blue to tell us that this has been her favorite year. A teenager. Like yeah, usually yeah. they're supposed to hate their life. But <laughs> This has
0: been the best year of my life. And, and we looked like, at each other like, what? Knowing that we've had so many challenges, but she didn't see it that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's where I think y'all's story can be so encouraging to the mom who's listening, who just feels like whether she's not being compassionate to herself, whether she's just feeling just overly burdened by all of it, whether she is just, just crushed by it all. That you can be encouraged today that there is hope ahead, there's light ahead, and, mm-hmm. and your circumstances don't have to change in order for that to happen. Yes. The last question it's a fun one. <laughs> this is actually a question from my great friend and your husband, <laughs> Stephen. He said, what is a dream that scares you? This
2: is such a Stephen Elder question. <laughs> I didn't even, think, even really think deep. about I this. I think, this think about this either. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I, okay. I think that when we think about these big dreams, we think it has to be. My mind goes to like, what's a business dream? What's mm-hmm. a goal for XYZ? And that's great. And I have those. Like we talked about earlier, dream of doing couples retreats. Dream mm-hmm. of our big dream is to have a retreat center. Or yes. A series of houses where we get to invite couples in to like rest and breathe and be like that is a big dream that is very scary. But I think also a dream that I don't know, it's not scary though. I just I find myself thinking more towards the future, like wanting to have amazing adult relationships with my kids. Mm -hmm. Wanting to be like I think so much about what I'm gonna be like as a grandma. I love that. And I don't want to say it, it doesn't scare me, but it's so big that it's oh my gosh, is that like really? gonna be reality one day that like we have the time and the space to just invest what we think is comes our reality i feel like for sure you it's know it's gonna happen because yeah. you're already being proactive and thinking about it i think it's, it's more like it. dreaming about who you want to become yes along the way and that's that is scary in a good way
1: yeah i think like another way to rephrase the question probably the way that you answer it. What is so big that you couldn't even do it on your own? Right. right? Mm-hmm. And that this going to take, it's going to take the Lord's help. It's going <laughs> to take your husband's help, your spouse's help, your friends, your community's help, all those types mm-hmm. of things. That's how I see it. What's the thing that that alone you couldn't do, but yeah. you would have to rely on others in order to, to have it come to fruition. So,
0: Yeah. Well, I mean like a big scary dream, I guess would be like just to have thousands of women yeah and look up collective because when I think about like my capabilities and my strengths I want to shrink back whoa like do I have what it takes or am I equipped for this Uh when I focus on me I want to hide and shrink but when I focus on like the transformation that God can do in these women to make a generational impact. It's like his strength is made perfect in my weakness. And it's just, wow, I can't even, like he's going to do abundantly more than we could ever think or imagine. Yeah. And it's just fun, like dreaming with the Lord. Yeah, That's I know I can't do this. I know you've equipped me and I know you've given me the gifts to do it, but on my own, like this is so much bigger than me. Yeah, And that's why I know it's, him, it's a God dream. It's like bigger than all it's of us. Not for our own glory. It's yes. for or our own kingdom. It's yes, for him and, his. and like if it were up to me, I wouldn't because it is scary. It, it is, is scary. vulnerable. It is. If it were, yes, I could coach all day long. But to think about getting so much bigger and impacting so many more women, that is scary.
2: Well, yeah, we talk about it all the time. Like we we risk rejection every single day. Yes, we are willing to feel. And, and Any like, kind of negative emotion yes, every day. The fear of failure, the fear
0: of, not even the sense of look up, collective failing, that's not what I, but more of myself failing. Like me not being able to show up in a way with my health thing, like a lot of different stuff I get, you know, I have fears about that. What if I just fall apart one day? All these different things, but I'm willing to feel it. And that's, that is the thing is like, that's why I know we'll be able to make it because I'm willing to allow those emotions because like courage doesn't mean you're not afraid. Yeah. Courage does mean doesn't it's not without fear. Yeah. It's when you fear but you, when you feel fear and yeah. you're willing to do it anyway. anyway we're so, in the arena. Yes.
2: Getting our booty kicked. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: one thing, there's two things that I want to say that get me just ultra fired up as I'm listening to you guys. The first thing is like why you and why we push through that fear is that we know that those thousands of women who choose to invest in themselves because that's really what we offer right like we're just here to be a guide and to help there's no special thing that in and through us it's just simply we're just providing a place for you to be able to invest in yourself but we know that when those thousands of women invest in themselves the impact that they have in the mm-hmm. world mind-blowing yeah. just inside of their home is multiplied by two or three or four that's why just- i want
0: it so bad because for others because as you can tell it's all coming we've had just a great conversation and how much our life and our children in our home the posture and the environment the culture of our home has changed so much mm-hmm. because we started investing in ourselves we started to mother ourselves, nourish nurture ourselves. And the impact it is made on our children, like the eternal impact, like we can't even imagine it yet. So, like just two people, mm-hmm. can you imagine the impact with thousands of women walking out like yeah. who God created them to yeah. be and confident in who, like taking up space in the world with their God-given gifts mm-hmm. and coming like to the table with just such like confidence and pride in who god made them to be it will change the world yeah like it starts in the home with mothers and yeah that's the quote if you want to change the world go home and love your family yes so like we love loving all mothers (laughs) because mothers are like doing the most sacred work and so like if mothers start to see themselves worthy of investing in then like the whole world will change
1: They change the story. They do. The second reason why I get so excited about what you two shared is, so I follow Gary Vee on Instagram, and one of my favorite things that he does is he will play a video of himself 10 years ago, basically calling something that's happening today. Oh, wow. Right? And so he'll show himself a video, like a side-by-side of basically he was calling it. And... I cannot wait for the moment where Granny Wynn is sitting <laughs> around to this podcast episode. and listening to this podcast yes. episode. Oh my God! You know, like Granny Wynn's sitting there, her family's all around, they're loving on each other, and she's just invested in it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to play this episode whenever we do have those thousands of women in our community, and we're like, wow, it's amazing. Called it, yeah. and then in those moments. Like we rephrase the question, right? We're not gonna be sitting there being like, Look what I did. We're gonna be able to say, Wow, thank you, God, for what you've done. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for the support of the other people in my life. Thank you so much for our friends. Thank you so much for our family, our community, and those types of so things. And gratitude. it's gonna it's gonna lead to so much gratitude. Yeah. It really is. So I'm fired up so yeah. much. We are out of questions. I think we're out of time, really. There was more questions. (laughs) There was more questions, but we're actually out of time. But thank you all so much for that. I think it's going to be so helpful, so encouraging to everyone who listens, for sure. Thanks for being vulnerable, honest, real, as always. And so thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful at all to you, we would love if you would share it with someone else because we believe if it was helpful to you, be helpful to someone as well. Hope you have a great day. Enjoy it. See you next time.
0: Keep looking for the good. It's always there.